0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of The 1619 Project from The New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of The New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com worth it.
2: Hi, I'm Imri and welcome back to the Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. A huge thank you for listening and checking out the past episodes. The feedback and the reviews have been sensational. And if you are new to the podcast, please do make sure you are subscribed to catch when the episodes drop. And if you like what you're hearing, please do leave a review on iTunes. I love getting those. This week... I am joined by Prisca again, and we are answering all of your questions, some of which include how can I use social media to promote my podcast? How do I get big brands to sponsor me? What do I do if the job I want doesn't advertise the salary? How do I stand out on Instagram? All of this and more, so let's go. Hey priska hi welcome
3: back it's always nice to come back every month i'm like yay here again you're just out here popping <laughs> all over our social media we are working hard Events, you know what I mean?
2: speaking videos of you speaking just thank looking you. like flawless and deli- delicious
3: oh thank you i'm trying i'm trying extra hard to like have my fruits have my veggies <laughs> stick to almond milk um, yeah, I'm trying my hardest to, to How's that keep vegan on point. Life it's helping it's, you on the It's road. all right, you know. I've taken a few more trips to um, the grocery store, and uh, I've discovered some new finds. So oh. it's going well. It's what going did you well. Discover? I'm having. I'm just having more like I've never had a never had a grapefruit. What I know, grapefruit right? Is the um, bomb. Until recently. Um, And and there's a few brands that actually have vegan friendly like sausages and stuff like that. And so I'm balancing it out. I'm not forcing myself to just eat lettuce and (laughs) beans and kale and brown rice. Like I only have rice once a week now, which is good. I used to have it every day. Um, why only brown rice can't you eat white rice Mm, white rice gives me spots oh um and obviously brown rice has the grain I mean your skin
2: is flawless thank you is this all down to vegan diets because maybe I I don't know I don't know
3: I won't I won't say that because I think my skin was better when I was in uni and I was eating chicken I was having (laughs) bread I had milk so I don't know I wouldn't say but I do think drinking water helps because I've always been uh, someone who drinks quite a bit of water
2: I also drink a lot of sparkling water.
3: Oh my God, that devil should <laughs> <laughs> we
2: <not doing> <laughs> oh, Leave no. it alone. Anyway, we're back with listener questions. Yes. These are delightful this week. So please make note, listeners, that you can send your questions in via the website, wannabepodcast.com And you can also email them to wb at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Or you can just tweet them to me or Priska yeah. and we will just save them and use them on the episode. So the first question is: Hi, Emrielle, whole oh, full name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are well. I'm reaching out to you as I noticed on your brilliant podcast that you have a you have support from <clears throat> very businesses such as Bose. I should have edited this verse. I edited everything else. <laughs> um, I was just wondering how you went about getting their support. I own a fitness business and I'm looking for as much support from external factors as possible. Any hints, tips you have would be greatly appreciated. Many thanks, Jenny. Her business is called Be Lifted Now, which is a, I actually looked it up because I was like, what is this? Like, what do you, what do you want? And yeah. it's actually sick. Like, so she does uh, workout classes okay, with gospel music. Okay. Wow. I was like, I'm not religious, like mm. at all, but I was like, that's a niche. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to work out with like some hype Christian music? Mm. Uh, that's sick. So, um, yeah, I really liked her I do it. I was like. You could probably find a few collaborations there. How I got sponsorship. So I am part of a platform uh, that brokers those deals for me. So I actually have nothing to do with how they kind of just find sponsors and they say, we have this show. Would you like to support it? And then Bose is like, yeah, we like the sound and look of that. And so they say to me, like, can you do the reads? Um, Mm. It's very straightforward. I am not too involved in the process beyond do you want bose as your sponsor but what makes you that.
3: what makes you valuable enough to get those sponsored that is a deals? great
2: question priska thank you for asking me um i think <laughs> my show is very uh it's very friendly so it's about empowerment women empowerment in general and mm. very it's very business and career oriented um it's a very aspirational show so bose is for bose particularly they have a high quality brand high quality headphones audio is like their thing The podcast sounds very good. It sounds professionally made. And so they kind of want that professional edge as well as they're looking for people with the income that can afford to spend 300 plus pounds on headphones. Um, So they look at the the show as a whole and say, okay, these people are on the up. They are probably working professionals. They probably have some disposable income and they want nice things. Mm -hmm. So they look at the kind of whole big picture of where I sit within... Probably another ten or so podcasts I've also sponsored as well, and say, okay, this works for us. This works for uh, our brand. It aligns because mm-hmm. um, I mean, the even the ad reads, they were like, you have to sound like this yeah. has to be some of your best yeah. audio. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think overall that's how it worked with Estee Lauder. It was very much that I was a woman, I was a young woman, and their new um, Advanced Night Repair was kind of targeting kind of the twenty 20- <laughs> late. Later 20s something woman and I was like oh I just happened to fall into that beautiful beautiful yeah. demographic um so yeah they looked at all they looked at everything um so they have like all my twitter analytics um anything from my website analytics the listenership that they already have access to Just platform you're part of yeah, has all those yeah. Analytics. and I had to send okay. those things to them as well yeah. some of them because they don't just have access to my twitter like no nah. Um, yeah. so yeah, they took a whole big picture um, of who I am, what I've been doing. they wanted to know stuff about my personal um my personal analytics in terms of like my reach on Twitter and Instagram, and I was like, it's not that deep, but they they do care about like the whole big picture and what they're supporting and what kind of messages are you putting out into the world so mm-hmm.
3: so that that highlights why you kind of got that got that sponsorship and just referring back to the question, I mean, there there were some points you mentioned in there that's worth her um, answering. You know, first of all, it's an aspirational brand um, that reached out to an aspirational podcast. Already there's an alignment there. Her niche is amazing. Um, yeah. I think it's a great, great niche. It helps her stand out. Um, but it's worth considering whether that's something that the brand you want to work with um, needs that audience. Um, and because it is quite... You know, when it comes to religion, it's... it's
2: it's. Yeah. Um, you have to go for a brand that actually actively engages. And respects,
3: respects that. But also, mm. I mean, I, I'm not too... The last maybe year has really shown me in terms of the market what people creating their podcasts should do. I mean, there's platforms that you're a part of and that makes sense because they tie it in with algorithms and stuff like that. However, I feel like you should go hard enough for brands to almost come to you Mm -hmm. um, because you want, you want to get to a point where you won't have to compromise in terms of what you want to get for working with them yeah. um and you don't want to be in a place where they feel like they have more power over you it, you want it to be a 50-50 partnership it needs to feel mutually beneficial um, for sure. it, exactly um and it needs to be organic and organic in order to f- for anything to feel organic you have to grow organically as well Absolutely. so you have to work on growing your audience and making sure that even the people that aren't religious still feel like they can vibe out to this type of music, this genre of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's, there's probably more work to do so that she gets to a point where the brands can then reach out to her. Because that's, that is, and, and that's, a, and whatever, I, what I've just told you is more, um, it's more long-term in focus. Um, however, it's, it's more beneficial. You always want to be long-term in focus when it comes to any uh, brand partnership. Um, strategy.
2: I agree I think it's relatively new from the digging I did do you have a really good niche definitely like I cannot I've I looked at it and I was like this isn't for me but the fact that you created you carved out something that I don't feel like existed before Mm. your collaborations might start a little bit lower down in terms of getting access to space or Mm -hmm. looking for a drinks sponsor that would then refreshing for your guests then you get more people coming through the door because they know that they're going to get hydrated you can put that on the flyer um, or like energy boosts or creating like kind of physical going out to the stores locally and saying I have this class mm. is there a deal that I can offer them like try and find a way that you can give value think about the value you will give to your customers first and yes. not necessarily think about the value you will gain from someone just throwing money at you because typically the money is never really that big unless you have tens and tens of thousands or yeah. millions. Like it's actually kind of chump change. Um, so it's true. Um, so yeah, I would say look at how you can get other collaborations because even if it's not financial, you can still use that to leverage bigger deals going forward. One hundred percent. So yeah, like we got when we did the festival and we got sponsors. Um, some of the early sponsors were more um, name partners because their name lended credibility. They didn't actually physically give us money, but because they helped us promote it and they put their name on it, that helped us leverage and get bigger sponsors who then gave us money or some money to kind of put towards the event. Um, So yeah, think about what you can add, what will value your customers first and then start leveraging those partnerships that you can make afterwards and then you can start to build up to the big, big brands. But it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I don't do yeah, most of it is, myself. It is but. a lot of
3: work, but the, the work needs to be done at the end of the day. I mean, although social media feels a little bit easier because we can access it from our beds, you still have to put in that finger time. You still have to put in, um, take time out of your other schedules to dedicate to figuring out a good strategy that will work for your business. You still mm-hmm. have to grow and build a community. A community is so important. I think Absolutely. I mentioned that um in one of the talks i did and i said that you know if you can get the people with you then you'll ultimately win um and that's that's what the focus needs to be on and you don't want to again just be a walk walking talking sponsorship um because people sponsorship deal because people like authenticity people like honesty people just don't want you to to be a walking ad yep. it doesn't work it won't um, work and it's not currently working <laughs> if you see anyone doing it it's not currently working it might look like it is but it's not working because people can see through ads um well things that aren't native things that are just like directly just give, you gave me this product and i just
2: popped it on so yeah 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 you can tell um they also get lower likes on instagram i don't know what it is with the hashtag just changes mm. things but um yeah be be mindful of who you partner with just yes. because they gave you money doesn't mean that you should do it <laughs> Right, next question. This is from the host of the As We Walk podcast. She said, How can I use social media to promote my podcast? And she currently has a Twitter page. She's going to be adding Instagram. And the other notes include it's a live podcast that people can comment and listen to. Uh, so they can comment whilst they're listening um, live, type thing. Um, how can you pro- promote your podcast on social media? So <clears throat> currently uh what
3: what platforms is she on? Just Twitter. Just Twitter. Adding Instagram. And soon. is Twitter looking healthy? No. I okay. would say. Um so I think when it comes to podcasting, the best way to engage an audience is to be, is to work on your
2: community management. Um so it's what's the podcast about? On the Twitter bio. Welcome to the As We Walk podcast. We walk every day and everywhere and we do our thoughts take us on our own journey
3: it does sound like it's about just like random thoughts and stuff like that and that that's that's something in itself um but basically you need to think about being in the business of thoughts I'm assuming just random things so basically it's kind of hard when it's quite random but you need to create a conversation around um daily things people will go through so for example if your podcast was about business Mm -hmm. then um or business is quite broad, let's say your podcast is about marketing, then daily, you need to ask questions about where what marketing looks like for that current industry, and get and get conversations going just through Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then that will obviously lead people to go to your page, or well, not obviously, but half the time it does. And then what people then do is then click on the link and then discover, oh, there's a podcast about these things that we were talking about on Twitter. That's what you basically need to work on now. It's the same thing with Instagram. You know, you can have um, sound on Instagram, and have like an audio file.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
3: And then just pop a picture on there, um, and then in the caption, have a question that relates to the topic that you spoke about. Mm-hmm. Get that kind of engagement, of course. Start off with people that you know, get people to start engaging because then that will pop your stuff on the explore page. And then once that gets on the explore page, more people will be able to see it and engage. And, and it is a build you do have to build this. Yeah. This is work, it, <laughs> it probably might take about three months in order to even get people to believe that this is what you're trying to do for your brand, but it's definitely worth it. So, definitely community management on Twitter
2: I agree um, as someone who has built most of them uh, most of the podcasts on the network um, and been integral to doing this um, it is a lot of work people underestimate just how much time like the reason I can grow brands really quickly is because I work in marketing like, yeah. that gives me an edge to be honest with you I, I can't sit here and say it just came to me because I've been working in content marketing specifically for about four years um, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of patience. Uh, if you want to speed up that in any way, shape or form, I would say look at growth hacking as an avenue, but you really have to be super into marketing to yeah. wanna, to have the patience to growth hack anything, to be honest. 100%. And even then, those are kind of like real quick, short-term things that you can do in a flash and you just have to be really nerdy about it. Um, yeah, in terms of Twitter, like I... I keep it very narrow, like a narrow field. Like I have about two or three areas of interest that I will focus on and you keep it to your niche. Like if you know who your audience is or you know who the audience you want are, then you want to be able to say, what are they thinking day to day? You need to sit down and actually map out your customer profile, your listener profile, should I say, and actually say, okay, who is the ideal person who in my friendship group or wider circle has Um, is the person I want to be listening to my podcast how do I find more of that person if her name is Laura then how do I get more Laura's listening to my show Um, (laughs) right next question Uh, I applied for this job and they didn't and they didn't say what the salary was I've asked a few times and they won't answer I'm now in the final stages and they've asked what I'm looking for what do I do Um,
3: so first of all, they're giving you the opportunity to tell them what you want. So you're in a great place. I would say that's always a good place when they're asking what you want, because then they're open. Um, how a good way to measure how much you want to make is by looking at your age. And thinking. So, for example, if you're 26, then your minimum would be 26K. And then look, but also do research on your industry. I mean, now you can go on many job sites and type in the job that you're applying for, and it'll come up with the salary that um, brands are offering. That's true. So, measure that by your age and then look at that. And if you want, figure out a medium. If not, then you just pick the salary that looks nicer to you and then see what happens, (laughs) right? But, like, let's say you wanna go for 30K. 30k is a healthy place to start to, to put healthy number to put down because they might work a little bit backwards but you know you're 26 so you know if they say to you 28k you're winning
2: yes you could do it that way that's one way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> one way. um yeah I think if you know ballpark what you want in your mind uh you have like a minimum everyone has like a minimum they're willing to go yeah for. uh in this situation I hate when companies don't tell you yeah I feel like it's really sneaky because then either you can go one of two ways either it's like incredibly lower they just don't want to embarrass themselves so they want to get you invested in the process I've been in recruitment for too goddamn long to know how they roll yeah they want to get you invested in the process and then you're meeting the team and you're and you're excited about the job and then they're like and then they slap you with the 11k yeah <laughs>
3: per annum when they say that i'm just
2: like oh my god like absolutely those days Um, those days and or the other side is that they kind of really just they're open to a diverse mix of applicants so they don't mind if they get people from like who might be a little bit inexperienced or they might get really experienced people everyone will come to this job and then because they have the flexibility they can kind of just say well we budgeted this much for it anyway so you might pick a salary that falls bang in the middle of where they're at and they're Mm -hmm. like this is kind of the perfect balance for us or they might find that actually their needs are like way way more extensive through the interviewing process and someone brings out things they didn't know they needed yeah and that person comes through and asks for a higher salary i'd say your best bet is to just ask for exactly what it is that you want know what your minimum is and go two to three k maybe higher yeah That's that would a good be what that's i a would good, do. that's a good strategy as well yeah go Definitely. but the thing is don't try and second guess if they're not giving you any information, there's no point in second guessing what they're going mm. to give you because you're only, if you think the salary is low because they're not saying well, all they, all they can do at the end when you say what you want is say no. Because yeah. Either way, you're not going to go for the lo- the minimum anyway. So you might as well say what you want. <laughs> get used to it. Say you deserve it. Fight for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then go get a job for yourself where you can pay yourself what you want. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, next question. I'm thinking of becoming a freelance events manager. Do you have any advice on what I should focus on first? I'll leave that one to you because, boy. <laughs> oh
3: so in terms so there's different ways of going about it when it comes to events management Uh, you could just like ask around whoever needs help with events and start there and say and just and just go for it so if it's a wedding just say okay i help with a wedding so you can like you can just ask people and then whatever job they offer to you you take or you could pick uh, a different an industry within events, so you could go for I don't know music listening parties, and then you know that who you need to target are artists, and you need to say, hey, do you have a mixtape or an album coming up soon? This is smart. If you do, if you do,
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> you what know, hilarious!
3: And if you do, if they do, um then you say, well, I'm available. Um, for for events and I don't charge too much if you are starting out you do want to be you know I mean you do want to be lenient um I do believe in that I do believe in when you are starting out be be quite open to working with different budgets mm-hmm. don't just knock a budget down just because it doesn't offer you what you want if they're offering like let's say 300 pounds less than what you would have wanted them to give you then you just give them less and you make that known that okay because this money is this is is less this is what you'll get for this amount yeah um and then you just yeah just email them and or just message them on on instagram instagram dms is a great way twitter dms to say hey i'm available for for my services i do know you're coming up with an album soon or if you are coming up with an, a mixtape release soon, um, I'm here, um, drop me a line and we can get to talking about what you possibly could want.
2: You could also just surf the Eventbrite listings mm-hmm. and look for things that are maybe five, six months in advance um, and then reach out to the organiser and see if they need a hand. Yeah, Eventbrite is honestly the home of events, so you might as well just shoot your shot yeah. <laughs> and be very proactive when you're reaching out. But yeah. All right, the final question. I want to be an Instagram influencer. Hmm. Uh I really just want the three (laughs) things but I don't I don't know what makes me special or stand out is it worth it um that's worrying yeah
3: um (laughs) because the the way the cycle of social media is you are this thing you are taking up people's time to show people this, this thing. So you definitely need to have enough value for them to stop and pay attention to you. Absolutely. If you don't know what your value is yourself, then you're just going to be putting out content and you'll just be wasting your time and maybe confusing people that you're trying to target or that are following you already. So you have to double down on what it is you are good at. You can go and pick um, hair or beauty just because you know, it's a popular topic, but one that, those industries are really saturated and two you'll just look confused because you'll look like people can see when something isn't in isn't natural to you so people be able to notice that it's not natural if you don't know what you're doing so my first my my first point is you need to figure out what you're good at you know or figure out what you do day to day look at your write down your schedule um so monday just say just pick monday and just say okay monday at 9am to 11pm what do you do right like be honest with yourself yeah and then in there you might find that you spend a lot of time on um your eyeshadow like let's just I know I said beauty saturated but let's say you're just focusing on eyeshadow yeah then you know okay well I'm just gonna put a lot of content out there about eyeshadow and then I guess hopefully in about a year's time you build enough of a community in this podcast earlier we mentioned how important community is if you don't have people that will ride for you you don't have people that will engage with you don't have people that share your stuff what you're doing is pointless so you need to build that up Um, you'll have a community enough to have a following to I guess in social media terms be considered as a micro influencer Um, and then maybe a brand will reach out to you to send you stuff but again be so good that they come to you be so good that people will ride for you and be so good that um you know you know where you're going next and you know how to scale yourself up once you build a certain build an audience I guess
2: yeah I don't know if the motivation to be an influencer to get free things is the way to go it's not I know it's it's a big influence it's a big incentive to become an influencer for sure um uh, it's like Priska said, write out your schedule and see what's in there that you already yeah. do that won't actually be dramatically time consuming for you yeah. to invest in. Like you should be doing it already. It needs to feel natural and come naturally to you. And that's the really the essence of influence. It's not about like, I've got this free Gucci bag and like now everyone's going to buy the same Gucci bag. And I
3: think the reason why I answered the question as well, because we might be speaking to somebody that is adamant to become that. So I've realised as well as I've gotten older, I'm not that old, 25 guys. You really but aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very young, very young. But one thing I've realised um, is that you can't force people to come out of a certain way if they want something they were gonna they're gonna go hard to get it so that's why I was just like well this is how you can figure yourself out (laughs) I mean I'm definitely like championing Imri and on like you can't I don't think it's a good idea but that's how you figure figure yourself out
2: yes everything Prisca said and more so yeah i hope you figure it out if you want to send us a follow-up as to where yeah, you are do. on your journey to influence we would love to know um and maybe we will take those tips um all right that's the end of listener questions Yay. please do send them in to Priska and myself via wannabepodcast.com. it says ask prisca on the page i mean i don't know how else like, it's oh. really simple. It says Ask Prisca. Um, so you can just click that button. You could also email wb at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. And I think you can tweet us. Tweet at Prisca Moyessa. Yes. And you can tweet at wannabe podcast <clears throat> as well. And we will try to answer them. We will. We will. Uh, we actually have... Yeah. Every question that's come in, I've answered. We've answered them. There's not been... Really good. Any that. <laughs> and that's that community a- management, by the way. Yeah.
3: Answering everyone's question. No one is better than you. No one is um no one is worse off than you everybody is in my yeah. eyes everybody deserves a response
2: i believe that too i hope that this podcast stays with a manageable amount of questions <laughs> soon get like a hundred yeah like, I know. damn oh, need free assistance shoot we need like um, another podcast for questions um but yeah right now it's really lovely and manageable so thank you to everyone who sent in their question and please do send in some more thank you prisca no problem. I love that you did a thumbs up like anyone can see. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you are following Priska If you'd like to find out more about Priska and her work, follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Prisca Moyessa or you can visit Moyessa.co. To submit your questions for next month's episodes, you can tweet them to at Podcast. You can visit wannabepodcast.com and select ask a question we are here to help you so be super specific with what you need and tell us about your brand or business you never know your potential customer might be listening the podcast is created by the Shoutout network so if you like what you hear you can find out more about membership by visiting shoutoutnetwork.co.uk if you have downloaded anything, visited a website or scribbled a note because of this podcast, let me know about it by leaving a review on iTunes via your Mac or the iTunes podcast app on your phone. Also, you can leave reviews on Facebook. So if you don't have an iPhone, you can still leave a review on Facebook. So that's facebook.com forward slash Podcast or extended show notes listing all the tools and resources that we have mentioned in this episode, you can visit wannabepodcast.com. They are updated every Wednesday, so that means today. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at wannabepodcast. I can't wait to see you again next week. So for now, have a lovely weekend and bye. Upwork
4: has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a go-to designer, a video editor, or a social media specialist for 6 days or 6 months, Upwork is how. And it's basically like they're right here in your office, except they're not here here, so they can't hear Greg's remarkably loud typing. Hey buddy. I take it back. You can hear that from anywhere. And Upwork professionals are proven, rated, and reviewed.
0: When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how.